Alright. Alright, you want to read my, what are those, review sheets or something? Pack sheet? Yeah. Did you have to do this? No, they, they send it to you. This is like a press release? They're like, yeah, here's the stuff you should talk about. How about you tell me where the secrets are in this game, because they're impossible to Why find. Why does Konami, Konami not have printers that don't leave streaks of ink? Well, the last Castlevania game didn't sell that well. <laughs> so Konami's fallen on tough times, Joel. Yeah, that's the manual for Dracula X. Oh, uh, nice. Cute. This is Fast Karate for the Gentleman. This is a podcast for Wednesday the 19th. You having been sufficiently bored on Saturday, we have returned to talk about what we were ancestrally burdened to do, which is bad anime. Here we are to talk about Samurai X. But wait, you say, Samurai X is the good anime. But is that truly the case? The first four episodes of Samurai X are awesome. The last two episodes, I believe there are two. Is it just one? Is it two? It's two. The last two episodes of Samurai X are excruciatingly boring. So I apologize for boring you, but whatever. That was hardly as boring as what I said. That's sort of what we do. I am David Riley. He is Joel White. We're international space ninjas on a secret quest from the government to guide you through the time slipstream to the world of tomorrow. Yo, I don't work for the government. We only secretly... we. We work for the government so that they can fund us, but secretly we work for ourselves. Maybe I'm just... I reticently work for the government because dinosaurs killed my parents. We're triple agents. I like my story better. Fine, then I'll be a sextuple agent to cover cover your lack of agency, which I think puts me back where I started to begin with. It's an even number, so it doesn't matter. So I guess we actually are working for the government. Good Lord, he's turned around 720 (laughs) degrees. The Xbox 720? We need like an Xbox 487. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to figure out where that is. I don't know. 360. Part of tr- I remember Trig. That's 37 degrees off of where. <laughs> so at one point in trigonometry, they would express angles like that as, yeah. a, as a spiral. Mm-hmm. And it was an important part of some math problem that I can't remember. But I remember being really bad at it. <laughs> I remember being really I was bad terrible at, trig. at most math classes. I like our SATs were one of the first ones where they allowed a calculator in it. Really, like it wasn't many years before us that they started allowing calculators. Because I remember my brother couldn't use one, and he's only four years older than me. But um, 
Yeah. When I heard that, I was just like, yes. <laughs> but unfortunately, I borrowed – I we didn't want to spend money on a graphing calculator, so I borrowed my brother's graphing calculator from his college-level math courses, which was the TI-92. 89 was like the one everybody played games on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the TI-92 was like a Game Gear. The thing was huge. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to put games on it, which immediately made me ostracized in high school math class. They were like, what, you guys don't have, what was that game, like Pimp Lord or something? Oh, yeah, Pimp Wars. Pimp Wars, yeah. Which, by the way, guys, was like a computer game in the 80s. I used to play it. It was awesome. And it's like just dumbed down for the, for the calculator. Yeah. It, was, it was like the earliest uh, occasion of computer game fans saying that a p- a port got dumbed down, or their game got dumbed down for <laughs> consoles or whatever. That's besides the point. Samurai X is the story of this jerk named Himmer Kenshin. <laughs> it's also the story about how all Japanese wives should be bitches <laughs> and know their place. <laughs> and uh, like something like let their husband, who has like in- genetic space herpes, have sex with them so they get it too. Because what? that's what a wife wait, is supposed wait, wait. to do. There was actually a story... I thought it was just a series of vignettes. A flashbacks to the TV show? Like, okay, so the episodes are supposed to close out this series, which has went through four OVAs, a movie, and like 90 TV episodes. It's flashbacks to the TV episodes. And not even like particularly impactful parts of the TV episodes. Because one of the flashbacks is from like the first eight episodes. And it was just some random bad guy. I don't know. I remember that flashback because yeah, I had seen that episode. Yeah, that's one of the ones we actually watched. I remember we – well, I saw Samurai X before I saw Rurouni Kenshin. And I was like, this show is the business. And then we watched Rurouni Kenshin. And we tried. I mean, We, we tried really like hard. Like four or five DVDs we, tried. I attempted to like Rurouni Kenshin like the Dickens. And I, JL like fell in love with it. He doesn't even like anime, but he was like, yeah, this show is cool. They got like a, a wooden Gatling gun and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, but sadly, Roroni Kenshin did not live up to Samurai X. Yeah. And, We've done a Samurai X podcast. Yeah. And Samurai X Reflections, as the last two OVAs are called, do not live up to Roroni Kenshin, which is uh, not a good pedigree. And they do that thing where he jumps in the air and it goes to that light flashing when it's like a sword strike or something that they did like 500 times in the movie that like shing and like the little light shines across the screen. Right. And that would just, it caused me like Vietnam flashbacks <laughs> of the <laughs> movie. Because the- I was just like, no, don't unleash the terror. <laughs> Not again. I can't take it again. Well, I just thought it was funny that you, you have an OVA of a long established series. Why do you need to recap? Yeah. The cool thing about Samurai X is that that story could have existed in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And even this story could have existed in a vacuum. Yeah. But it didn't. Instead, it had all these lame like flashbacks to the parts that you liked in the show, even though you didn't really like the show. And the flashbacks are all stupid the flashbacks, without context and confusing. The flashbacks are all there to illustrate a singular point, which I referenced earlier. If you are a wife, you have nothing to do but be your husband's bitch. It is, like, ludicrous, the philosophy that this show espouses. I can't believe you even found a philosophy. It's It's, so vapid. It's insane. It's like, so I think they had this concept. In the 
in the first OVA, was that where they said the girl was going to be like a sheath for his sword or something? Well, that was what Tomoe was supposed to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is like that, which was already like a little like, okay, guys, that's not very nice to women. This is like that to like the actual... Before that was like, I think this might be kind of offensive. And now it's like, this is definitely offensive. <laughs> She's like, I know I'll never be as good as your dead wife, but I can merely hope that you can share some of your pain with me and I will ignore all my needs so that I can be the bearer of your pain and also give me space herpes. <laughs> Whatever crazy disease you uh, have. I'm. You got to give Dave props because I watched this whole thing and I just... It's like nothing happened. Yeah. It's, I mean, I guess it's this sort of dwindling. They're, they introduce, uh, apparently Kenshin's got a son now named yeah. Kenji. And for a really long time in the you, show, you I thought, thought it was Kenji Kenshin. was short for Kenshin. Because he looks exactly the same. And what's they more, Kenshin, explain that. for this, supposedly, I guess, taking place like 20 years later or something, or 30 years later, of a show where... I think Rurouni Kenshin took place like 10 years later after the first Samurai X OVAs. So Kenshin's pushing 60, maybe. <laughs> and he looks exactly the same. Yeah. Not really that much worse for wear, especially having been infected with space herpes, which they never explain. It's just like plot device disease. <laughs> <laughs> what David's referencing is that Kenshin's got some bizarre disease. It, we don't know what it is. They don't tell you what it is. It makes his skin turn red, like his, yeah. on his chest. He's got this red rash, like as if his chest were slowly being encroached on by a cranberry bog. <laughs> which oh is, my god! Which is maybe what that it was. That cranberry bog has come back to revenge. This sounds the like death some Dungeons and Dragons father. bad guy, where it's like a living tree that like pokes you with his roots, <laughs> and then you grow algae all over your skin. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It really it looks does like look- the red tide. Well, he. Yeah, the real problem is you can watch the show. They don't explain anything, and nothing happens. Yeah. It's like you go into a time warp, and you come out of it an hour, an hour and later, a half later. Not really realizing. And you don't know where you are. You think you it's should have like a really long beard. It's just like that time Vega slipped roofies into your drink. Yeah. And then you woke up <laughs> in his cage, and your butt was sore. I feel like I should have woken up on the Planet of the Apes. I was looking around <laughs> for a destroyed Statue yeah. of Liberty. It was us all along. Signs that... You know, humanity had been destroyed, and there was some weird sort of interspecial thing going on between apes and humans. It was just, I was like, wow, this is crazy. It was like a drug. Yeah. They should really, this should come with a warning. Like, don't operate heavy machinery after having watched this crap. Yeah, how about show. this is like an Ambien? It's a sleep aid. <laughs> it's not addictive, but you may kill yourself <laughs> yeah. on the second viewing. Exactly. I don't know how you make it through the first. Well, did, I'll tell you how I did. I was playing Jean d'Arc. <laughs> I just watched it. Though, to be fair, this is the second or third time I've watched this. Really? Yeah. Why have you seen it so many times? Well, I remember writing about it for review many years ago when it first came out. I guess, okay, so this is probably only the second time. But I remember really being excited because I was like, yeah, they're going back to what made Kenshin cool. But in fact, they just reanimated what made Kenshin bad. <laughs> Which is yeah. like people doing stupid tornado wind attacks and crap. Well, they don't even... Sh- First of all, if there were any real fights in this show, it may have salvaged itself. Yeah. Like, as far as... Ac- you can trace a graph on uh, my opinion of Samurai X, or Roroni Kenshin in general. Did the show come before Samurai X? Did Samurai yeah. X... Okay. The OVAs came later. So you got a flat line at zero, 
for Roroni Kenshin. And then there's this enormous spike up to an exploding ninja. <laughs> and then a precipitous decline back down to zero for reflections. And that's a zero. Negative 15. Yeah, maybe it drops below. Because... And then there's, well, down there there's a turtle and he has a sad face. Yeah. Which is nowhere near as exciting as, it's like the last panda is dead. That's where you're at on the, if exploding ninja is the top, then pandas extinct is the bottom. <laughs> that is where Ramoni Kenshin Reflections has taken lies. us. It is, uh, it's truly terrible. It's just terrible. And it's 60 hours of misogyny. Like, I'm sorry to bring it up so much, but that's the entire show. See, I didn't interpret it like that. It seemed more like it was about personal devotion than it was about the way an equitable relationship between a man and a woman. Because it seemed like a lot of people were none too happy with the way Kenshin was treating his wife. And she had to sort of argue on his behalf to all of them. Uh, that's what abused women do. They're like, no, no, Rocco's not that bad. I just fall into doors a lot. <laughs> Kenshin's hitting true. her with the reverse-bladed sword. I don't know. I just don't buy it. It's like, Kenshin's like, I'm going to go off and have adventures and some shit. And she's like, okay, I'll wait for you. Maybe they were just trying to have us identify with her. Yeah. Because we she was so bored while Kenshin was away. And so are we, because we don't get to see any adventure. <laughs> All we see... Is these long views of her like sitting there? Yeah. And occasionally, sometimes she's in bed, and there's like some drama where he's talking to a general, and the camera starts to inexplicably tilt. Yeah. And you're kind of wondering, is well, that happening to the TV or in my <laughs> mind? <laughs> maybe they were trying to suggest that the invisible cameraman was crying because of the emotion <laughs> of the scene. I also like the moral that this show espouses, which is, uh, you can never redeem yourself ever, so don't even try. Well, maybe or try, but you never will, so whatever. The work of redemption can last a lifetime, and maybe it doesn't necessarily lead to a life that's empty. But I'm not defending it. I'm just you know, trying to pull something out of the hour and a half I wasted I on feel the like show. It, I've got to justify having seen it, Dave. I've got to justify having seen uh-huh. it. I feel like it just, uh, it just was an excuse for Kenshin to be an emo kid. It really was totally emo. It's like, oh, I'm so sad. I can never forgive myself. And then, like, the guy who's the brother of Kenshin's wife, who he murdered, accidentally murdered, manslaughtered, um, is like, you killed my sister, now I'm going to kill you to get revenge of her memory. And he's like, if it will give you a mere modicum of relief, then I will allow you to slay me. Because it will make you feel better, and I hate being alive. <laughs> well, the best part is, like, if it'll make you feel better, go yeah. ahead and kill me. Even though I know that's not true, because I'm Kenshin, yeah. and I've killed a lot of people. And it doesn't make you feel better. Not you even if it's a big, fat ninja in a blizzardy forest <laughs> with bear claws and bombs. <laughs> I was The whole time I was watching this, I was like, come on, Kenshin. You used to be cool. What happened? <laughs> and also... Why do I feel bad for all these jerks that were on the opposite side of a war in Japan? Yeah. Here's a little hint. Everyone who was fighting in that war was a total dick. Yeah, both sides. I, why should I... Like, these people chose to be on the battlefield. Kenshin, the only person Kenshin killed who didn't deserve to be killed was his first wife. Yeah. And that was an accident, and I don't know why she threw himself in front of her. Yeah, I'm I still guess, not really clear on that myself. Well, it's because the knife wound kills her. So she's going to die anyway because she gets stabbed. So then Kenshin chops through her to get to the guy. It's just like M.D. Geist. Exactly like M.D. Geist. 
Uh, except with Sam a lot less awesome. power armor, <laughs> yeah. flying around and Jignix bombs. They should have had that in this one. That would Man, be that awesome. made it so much better. It's like, oh snap! The Meiji era was destroyed by a Jignix bomb. <laughs> the entire era <laughs> wiped off the history books. That's what happened. That's the power of the Jignix bomb. It can atomize everything in a four-kilometer radius. It's true, but only even the four ground <laughs> digs right down to the tectonic plates and all. Well, what I don't get is they always. In the beginning of the show, Kenshin is swept off a boat. But then they don't... He's like, would it really be that easy to die? And I'm like, okay, so this is going to be a recollection of him drowning in a boat. And it's going to be totally, totally melancholy. And totally sort of... What's the word I'm actually looking for? What's a dumb... Like, oh, totally, totally melodramatic. It's going to be... Maudlin? That's another one. Well, I wanted melodramatic. So it's going to be totally melodramatic... Because she's going to be waiting for him all the time. And he's never coming back because he's yeah. at the bottom of the Sea of Japan. And uh, that would be okay, I guess. Then it would explain all the flashbacks. Well, but no. it wouldn't be as bad. No, he's alive somehow. And he makes it back to her despite having a raspberry bog <laughs> growing on his chest. Raspberries don't grow cranberry in bog. Cranberry bog. Stick with cranberry. <laughs> But he Come is on. delicious. He's hanging out with Sanosuke, and he's like... Well, that's what I don't get. Sanosuke just finds the dude, who's apparently an amnesiac, hanging out in China. China, yeah. China is a f- enormous place. <laughs> there are lots of places for a dude to disappear in China, but apparently Sanosuke, drawn on by his homoerotic love for Kenshin... Oh, my God. It's like the guy can't end a conversation without giving him an... Abri- like, not even hugging, because like, dudes can hug and not yeah, be queer. That's not you know, lame. That's fine. But, like... Giving him like the most homoerotic embraces well, and like rubbing cheek to cheek. It's total. It's like they wanted to make. Well, we now we have to make. Well, you know, you know what really they're saying Kenshin? is that the man's love between two men is the true love, and then love between a man and a woman is just like whatever, bitch. If you're around, I'll, <laughs> u- I'll use you, and then we'll have a kid, and the kid will be all like uppity until the other kid, who's now like 35, <laughs> but still looks like he's 13, totally puts a smackdown on him by yeah. chopping through his sword. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I don't want to learn my dad's sword technique. I'm gonna make my own sword technique. It's gonna be even better. It's gonna have swords propelled by rockets." But anyway, back to Sanosuke. There's this scene in the show where for 30 seconds, and there's no way the director didn't notice this happening, it looks like they're about to kiss. Yeah. They have a conversation. <laughs> Their lips are kind of half yeah. open. Their breath. Like, if someone was speaking to you that close, you would know <laughs> what they ate for dinner, and you would probably be terrified that they were about to kiss you, because that's how close they were. But it's just like... You probably could feel his peep through those Here's what I'm thinking. Pants. The only people that really like Veroni Kenshin... Are, are girls. Obviously. What else are anime girls into? Slash. What do they need to do to sell Roni Kenshin? Stoke the slash flames. Well, so are they just completely ignoring the fact that women are like the shittiest people in the universe according to this show? In every anime, that's true. That's true. What's an anime where they have a positive female besides, you know... Uh, I Black guess- Lagoon. Black Lagoon. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some posters of Black Lagoon that would lead me somewhat in the opposite direction. But also, I mean, you could say the major from Cowboy, from uh, Ghost in the Shell. But then you have Let's, the Badonga Donk, and you're just like... I love Big Booty, though, and I cannot lie. We brought Whatever. it back. We'll get back to we this conversation. We should have talked about that in our 200 the, show. The we cast, forgot to mention Badonga Donk. Don't worry, I'll put it in the show notes. Badonga Donk. And then Robot Bastard can be like, are you going to use that picture forever? And I'm going to be like, yes. Yes, I am. Because it's awesome every Badonga time. Badonga Donk. It's tabletop. <laughs> I just want to slap it. 
Over and over. Ride the waves in. Oh, God, that picture is so funny. Oh, man, I'm so much happier that we were talking about that than stupid-ass Samurai X Reflections. Oh, man, this is... I could spend probably two hours talking just about that picture of the... Of the Matt, whatever the current. Joe, over time, you think we haven't? Yeah. It comes up more often than not. As opposed, like, I would have rather just talked about, reminisced about that picture than even seen Samurai X. We could have spent an hour reminiscing about it and then talked about it for half an hour. And that would have been a better use of our time. And I was playing PlayStation while I was watching it. (laughs) PlayStation Portable. I feel, you know, they should, when they talk about this show, it's kind of... There's sort of a disappointing lilt that comes on to anybody. If I were to walk into a conversation where someone said Samurai X, I'd be like, Yo, dude, are you talking about when the ninja gets wrapped up in the chain and then he slices him in the midair and then you made the rain bleed? But who cares what happened to the rain? Because the ninja's like, imparts all over the walls. It's fucking awesome. And then they're like, Reflections. Reflections. (laughs) It's all the air comes out of the room. And then you're like, oh. Everyone's just looking at it. And then you kind of stare at each other in silence, and then everyone just commits suicide. Because they're embarrassed that they've all seen this show. They're sad to be human beings, and it's really just time to end it. Yeah. This is a real, like, drink the Kool-Aid Jonestown moment. Except drink the Kool-Aid Jonestown wasn't even as bad as... Samurai <laughs> Jim Jones was like, everybody, the mass Samurai X Reflections is going to exist. I put poison in the Kool-Aid. You should all drink it. I feel like some people weren't aware there was poison in the Kool-Aid. I really hope they were. I mean... No, they knew. They did? They're, yeah, this was a plan. I should watch that PBS. The PBS aired that recent documentary about Jonestown. Yeah. It really creeped me out. I think I actually had a nightmare about Jim Jones. You should just watch the movie starring James Earl Jones and Powers Booth. <laughs> It's like the ultimate dream team combination. James Earl Jones being Father Divine. (laughs) Which is like, awesome. Awesome. And he tells Powers Booth, playing the role of Jim Jones, to sleep with as many women as possible. Because that is God's work. Or something to that quote. He's like, men of power have many urges. Some needing to be sated on your underage clergy members. Clergy members? Whatever. Congregants? Congregants. Okay, Joel, let's go. Samurai X, <laughs> Reflections. It's a story about bitches who gotta wait around at home for their man. Well, and it's also... It's like a real, like, extremist Islam take on things. It's like, you don't leave the house! No male callers, either. It also has some strange uh, medicinal uh, recommendations. Yeah, tiger liver. Apparently, if you're about to die, what you need is the liver of a tiger. Yeah. And if uh, and it has to be killed with your bare hands. Yeah, if you kill... Like, that's like some mess. I, well, what do you take for all the tiger damage after you've already given out the tiger liver? Is there some like, what do you have to fight at that point? Because if sickness gets cured by tiger liver, do you have to like strangle a great white to get something to cure tiger? Like, and then how do you fix the great white problems of like a missing arm? Ex- exactly. It's, it's like military spending. Yeah, it's, it's just, not real diplomacy. It just escalates everything. God. When I was, uh, and so when I watched Jet Li try to tell me how great Chinese medicine is, I'm like, I'm sorry, Jet Li, but you know, I'm I've been ginseng bitten man. by a great white shark, and I don't have it in me to go kill a, a blue whale yeah. with my bare hands. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> You'd have to go up in his mouth and then just like uppercut him into his brain. <laughs> <laughs> They've got baleen. How are you going to make it through that? They're constantly straining water for creel. That is insane, Joel. Crazy talk. But yeah, when I They're when, really big too. when I was watching it. 
Um, God, else? think of the size of their brain. It'd be like as big as a city. <laughs> <laughs> All the oceans are really just one whale. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, when I was watching that, as I said, I was playing the PlayStation. And I wasn't looking at the screen, so I hear, I'm going to have to, I'm sorry I'm going to have to kill you for your liver. Or I need your liver or whatever. And I was like, that is a strange thing to say to somebody. <laughs> and an even stranger request now that I put this into perspective. And I looked up and it was a tiger. And I was like, oh, well, that makes more sense. Marginally so. Well, he's also got, he's got this spear. And uh, I'm sorry, but you live in the age of rifles. And yeah. if I'm hunting tiger... I'm probably going to have a, a rifle that shoots spears. Because <laughs> tigers are bad business. Yeah. And who's to say a spear is even going to take it down? Animals have much more tolerance for that sort of thing. Like the bear that, you know, the guy emptied like a whole clip of bullets into and then reloaded and got another half a clip into it before, before it, it ate, ate him. him. <laughs> and then they found his <laughs> remains crapped out in some giant pile of bear doo No, doo-doo. they found it killed because the dude that killed him then... Like had a, a six gun magnum that he shot that finally shot yeah. the bear in the head with, and yeah, so and I think they found bullets from another gun. And it's <laughs> bottom line is, if you're gonna shoot a bear, bring damage. a nuke. Yeah, if you're gonna shoot a bear, don't even bother. <laughs> Just don't <laughs> hang around yourself. where bears live. You're gonna shoot a bear, shoot yourself. You better get eaten <laughs> by a bear, true, or true shoot another bear at the bear and hope. <laughs> That the bear having been Gets shot doesn't turn on you. <laughs> Which could happen. We actually found another smaller bear inside <laughs> this bear that had a lot of gunpowder burn, suggesting that the smaller bear had been shot at the larger bear. <laughs> this being the toughest bear in the world. What? Yeah, you know, you should have come loaded with shark. What's, that would have done it. What's to say the bear fired out of your or bear Kindero. rifle? Is it just going to turn around? Giant Kandiru. Yeah. <laughs> If you could just fly on the Kandiru, because I assume that anything that big and used as a steed, it's got to have the <laughs> mythical property of flight. <laughs> so you could so just fly have... away, or you could shoot at the bear's dog. This just Even in. the bear's dog, which is magnanimous <laughs> in stature. Here's the, here's the news for you. Here's the news, as Jack. As they say. Uh, these are the jokes we'll be repeating from now on. Badongadonk, Kandiru worm. Yeah. Just in case you wanted to know. That's on the, uh, That's the on minutes. The list now. The... That's on the list. We're reading down. Okay, last episode. What happened? Manta Ray, Kandiru, 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 Kandiru. Riding a Kandiru. God, I was listening <laughs> to that. It's got to be five minutes where we're talking about that. It, you know, I don't know how the internet reacts to these things. It never gets old for me. I don't know what the rest of the internet thinks, but I don't really care. Because if they don't like those Kandiru jokes, they can stuff it. They can stuff a Kandiru <laughs> up their wing-dang doodle. <laughs> Because it won't be funny once it happens to you. Yeah, just like it won't be funny when you sit down in front of Samurai X Reflections and feel your life force being sucked away. I feel like you could put this DVD next to a whole jar of Kandiru and be just like, it would be like Abu Ghraib, (laughs) like torture. They'd be like, pick one. (laughs) Or like, I think that if you put like, say, say you have two cages and in one cage there is, you know, the Samurai X DVD and in the other cage... There is a, you know, model of a mother monkey with carpet on it. The, uh, <laughs> this is, I'm basically making a wireframe monkey joke because I feel like the DVD alone is enough to traumatize a small uh, infant animal. <laughs> Probably a monkey. So don't, don't expose monkeys <laughs> Probably to Probably a samurai, monkey. You really think the reflection. cat would be, like, traumatized by, like, the 
mother monkey not responding to I don't want to mess with a cat because they have claws and they might strike back at me. A baby monkey will probably just like shrivel up in a ball and die of neglect. Cats go feral. Monkeys die sadly. Yeah, cats go feral, but they also weigh seven pounds. So do monkeys. What kind of, I'm not going to give like put a gorilla in there. Joel, haven't you That's ever, a recipe for disaster. The gorilla will remember who explodes it to Samurai X Reflection. Haven't you ever seen Shockma? <laughs> Those monkeys get big and they remember. What's the, Oh, yeah, I did see Shockma. Shockma's the one where the peoples are live-action role-playing in the building, and yeah, the monkey and the, gets it's, No, it's not a monkey. It's a baboon. Yeah. And the baboon is driven insane and kills them all. Yeah. And I got to think. And they all think it's part of the game. And the mage is like, I cast Fireball. And then Shockma comes out and tears <laughs> him a new <laughs> shithole. Well, that, see, the problem is that, here's the thing. Bab- nerds, notoriously weak against baboons. I mean, they got to yeah. get, like, some kind of buffer on them before they go face <laughs> off with that. There's like a magic spell or something. Protection versus baboons. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. God, all I wish the... that's what Samurai X Reflections was about. Oh, man. I wish I could have just watched Shockma again. I only saw it once. I watched it once, too. And the funny thing is, it took them forever to reveal what the monster was. And when yeah. they did, I was still scared. <laughs> even though it was so dumb. Because the first reveal was like his red baboon ass. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. But it's like he's climbing through the air vents. He's got the total run of this facility. I gotta believe that if a monkey, like if a, if anything attacks me that I can hold in my hands and can't knock me over, I gotta believe I can kill that thing. You think a baboon couldn't knock you over? Shockman wasn't a big baboon. Like an <laughs> it one of those African baboons, probably. I'm not saying that they couldn't kill me, but I believe if I could catch it in my hands, get it around the neck, probably take out a baboon. Like a baboon like Shockma. an African baboon, no way. What about the baboons from Resident Evil Zero that were also zombie baboons? Yeah, they, they might be they, able to kill me. They took like four shotgun shells. That's because that game was stupid. Resident Evil Zero was a genius creation. It's like T-Virus. Right up until oh, also the, Parasite. the transgendered lich boss. Le- leech, I'm sorry. <laughs> boss made out of leeches, who was also transgendered. But he had a beautiful singing voice. Was he transgendered or just like trans- the finest castrati in all the land? Probably just transvestite. He wore this kind of silky white gown. Thought they he was were a big chick. into that with that generation because Code Veronica also starred that guy that was dressing up like his sister. Yeah, that was the scariest part of that game. Realizing that he was a transvestite. Like, oh my gosh! I, I always weird. thought he was a little queer, but <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this one just put the nail in the coffin. This is uh, this is uh, uncomfortable. This is a bit uh, much. I have to go. I'm sorry, Alfred asked. <laughs> Speaking of having to go, we should probably get out of this podcast. All right. Samurai X Reflection is terrible. And it may have sullied the original Samurai X for me. It did not sully the original Samurai it X for me. It certainly makes me because think when poorly I think about, on episode when I three. think about Samurai X, you think about that big, all that vision bear is incredibly with the claws. No, I think about it's, it's When I think about Samurai X, it disappears into an explosion of ninjas. I'm like, and oh, Samurai I've been defeated by Kenshin. Better is... pull on this rope. <laughs> it's like the suicide grenade in Halo. You may have gotten the kill point, but we'll see if I don't come back and get you in the end. The after dinner mint. And then, uh... And that was just straight gunpowder. Imagine how many pounds of gunpowder had to be stored there yeah, to create an explosion ex- that big. It's like, wow, I never really noticed all these piles of... Gunpowder. The, the Oriental nations had fantastic technology, Joel. In 1850 or whenever this took place, I guess it wasn't as impressive then. Anyway, Samurai X. 
the saddest panda that is now extinct. <laughs> See you next week, kids. <laughs> Well, it protected you from trash. <laughs> but I wasn't using it at the time. In the